The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So, Bubba, you've been gone for a while. I've been gone for a little while. It, you know, it always seems like when I'm gone, mm-hmm. it falls uh, apart. Yeah, things it, just man? fall apart. Yeah, but whole, I'm back. Whole country, yeah. whole world. Yeah, you know, back. Yeah, the, the the stock futures are up today. They right? are. You're back. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So, where'd you go? I went to Breckenridge, Colorado. Really? Yeah. Oh, w- were ski lifts open? They were. Yeah. Up until about two days ago. Okay, so they have closed them They've down, closed them. As, as you know. Yeah, so, I, uh, you know, uh, I guess we just timed it right, Yeah. you know, or yeah. got lucky one. All the restaurants were open, hotels were open, everything was good yeah. until mm-hmm. just a couple days ago, right? Um, and and really, I, I would say pretty busy there. Oh. You know, a number of folks out on the, the, the ski slopes and... Mm-hmm. You know, milling about uh, around town and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so now we we're not doing that. Yeah, we're supposed to keep our social distancing. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't have if you don't have to be in a group that is of ten or more, the president mm-hmm. says, you know, he discourages that. Sure. And, and closing bars and gyms and other things right. across the country, right. and so not everybody can experience mm-hmm. what you did last uh, week. This week. This week. Um, we'll turn that back on one of these days. Mm-hmm. What do you, th- what do you anticipate will happen? You think people have all this pent up, uh, frustration and, 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 and pent up, uh, kind of doldrums and, and I, at home and they're ready to go. At, so I, I don't want to say this in a negative way and, and, and mm-hmm. let people think that I'm insensitive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to experience a little bit more hysteria first. Okay. And then people are going to realize, hey, you know what? We just need to practice common sense here. You know, mm. wash your hands. All right. So when you say hysteria, stay away from, describe yeah. what hysteria would look like in a grocery store. Um, well, so I, I, I made two trips to the grocery store over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy paper products. <laughs> Were there any there for you to buy? There weren't any there to buy anyway, but I, you know that's not what I was going for. What is it with the TP, man? But huh? but I got a picture. So I, one of my good friends gave me a picture uh, mm. that he took at Walmart, and there was a lady there mm. that uh, that was buying, and like her whole buggy was just filled full of it, right? Of toilet paper toilet and paper, paper towels, and paper towels and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm so glad that I didn't see that because I probably would have gone up to her and cussed her, <laughs> you know? And and that's not my nature to do that sort of thing. Right, but, right. you know, Listen. sometimes you just want to grab people and shake them and, and slap them and say, yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the movie Airplane when... Uh, <laughs> When the whole line of folks, you know, are, are, are by, you know, going to shake the guy and, and shake him, yeah, yeah, and slap yeah. him, calm down, yeah. and then shaking yeah. him like a rag doll, yeah. uh-huh. which is funny, right? Yeah, I think you make a good point there that sometimes, if we step back and look at what we're doing, mm-hmm. the logic of it, and why we're doing it, you know, people, uh, you know, even. In this part of the country, when we have a scare with the snow or the ice mm-hmm. and folks run out, you know, and they buy milk and bread, right. like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a date on that, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's going to last for mm-hmm. <laughs> forever. Uh, but, yeah, there are certain uh, things you probably ought to keep in your house, you know, like matches and, and that sort of thing. But, my goodness, uh, don't panic. And, it, you know, I... I typically have flour and yeast at home, so I can make bread if I need to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Karen keeps a little powdered milk around, you know, and so we we'd, we'd be okay. And the majority of us can probably live out of our cupboards for a few days. I, I, I made that point just the, just yesterday. I, I think I mm-hmm. said, 
you know, would it be the worst thing in the world if you just had to, you know, deplete your stocks in your cupboards? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. if you actually look at all those... If I look at my deep freeze uh-huh. and my regular freezer uh-huh. and then everything in my cupboards, I could probably go about oh. a month. Oh, I think you know? most of us could. Yeah. Now, God bless them. I know there are people... Well, I don't know. Who, Maybe three weeks but, with the size family I've got. Yeah, but, you know, you may not be able mm-hmm. to drink a gallon of milk a day, that sort of thing, right. but you'd find some sustenance, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I, I really think you make a good point about this hysteria. Um, you know, we, we've had a little, I think it's starting to calm down. I'll tell you another thing about human nature. You know, last week I had, uh, Cassandra Decker, um, on the mm-hmm. show with me and she's, she's a counselor and we talked about how people make decisions. Um, and one of the things that prompts us to move from one state of mind to another state of mind is we get tired of this state of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you get tired of boredom. You get tired of being scared. You get tired of hysteria. You want to go back to normal. Uh, and I, I think our society will do that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, then you go with what, what's your definition of normal right? <laughs> for most of us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what? we're going to buy groceries the the same that's again. a good point though you know what's what's the definition of normal mm-hmm. and and i go back to 2001 right okay. uh 9-11 right mm-hmm. um and we had a sense of normal before that happened mm-hmm. and then we had a period where you know everybody was being frisked before you got on an airplane mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was i actually flew somewhere like mm-hmm. the week after that happened mm-hmm. weird experience mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. But now the new normal is just, you know, this heightened level of security everywhere you go. And, you know, yeah, you've gotten used to it. Right. You know, those people who aren't pre TSA, they Mm -hmm. know to take their shoes and their belts off Mm -hmm. and put their, you know, laptops in a separate thing and blah, blah, blah. You you just kind of get used to that. It it was not the case Mm -hmm. before 9 11. And I'd flown a number number of times and had a pocket knife. Sure. Man, mm-hmm. now you want to go to a federal pen? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't care about. Recently, it. I, I went through an airline security uh, line, and, and I had no idea, but I had a pocket knife down in my book bag that I carried. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. Probably a camp out or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've got a, a pretty nice pocket knife there at the at the counter. Yeah. yeah. So those TSA agents, yeah. they probably have a nice collection, don't you? I think? would think so. Yeah, probably on their breaks, they go in the back and trade yeah. pocket mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like we used to do look at the one i got today yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. you don't have a yellow one oh you go you're gonna trade you this old timer for this case Uh (laughs) yeah you ever had a barlow Mm -hmm. (laughs) we got one here Mm -hmm. and you know what a k-bar is so uh yeah we probably have that going on Uh, what i wanted to talk today is a normal a new normal what's it going to look like coming out of this we're going to do a little supposing here, a little supposition on the Advisors Roundtable, Super Talk 94.3. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808 Store. That's 808 STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate controlled self storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24 7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at AlbrightStorage.com. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. 
Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law & Corinth, 662-872-0121. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley. So, Bubba, I'm going to let you have an opportunity to go on a little bit of a diatribe here. Oh, good. I love these. Yeah. So, if you had an opportunity to talk to our clients, mm-hmm. your average client right now, give me two or three things you'd tell them. What would you say? We start with don't panic. What, what are some things that just seem to be, um, you know, things that motivate them that shouldn't be motivating them? Some actions they've taken that they probably didn't need to take. Um, the fact that they're afraid, but they ought to be buying. I mean, what would you tell them? So probably all the things that I've been telling clients that, that have been calling over the last two, three weeks. Right. All right. What's that? Relax. That's probably a good one. Um, you know, I'd also say that, um, along with relax, you got to take a look at perspective. Okay. And, and what I mean by that is, um, we've seen volatility like this before. Okay. However, you may not have seen volatility like this before. Now there's your good point. So, um, it, it's important to have a professional in your life. Mm-hmm. It's important to have somebody who has experience, right? Um, and, and I'd relate it in a story like this. I, I, I'd say, um, you know, have you ever been on a tour somewhere and you, you know that maybe you're doing something kind of scary or something different? The very first time I yeah. went to one of those big caverns up in Kentucky, mm-hmm. Yeah, My, like Mammoth Cave. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I did something like that, and I right. was like eight or nine years mm-hmm. old. My dad gets me in there, mm-hmm. and and he didn't tell me it was going to be that cold. Right. He didn't tell me there was going to be water on the ground. He didn't tell More me it's going to be that su- dark. It was that dark. Right. And all this, you know, the sounds mm-hmm. that are under there. You can right. hear the water dripping yeah. and creaking. And <laughs> now, imagine if you did that all alone, right? Ooh. But if you have a tour guide taking you and they kind of explain the process and all that kind of thing. So, you know, I'd relate it to that and say, you know, great point, really good point. So if I, you know, Mm -hmm. people can tell me all they want to tell me about Mm -hmm. the cavern. Right. If you're an eight or nine year old Mm -hmm. boy, they could tell you, oh, it's going to be a little chilly. Right. There's some water down Mm -hmm. there, you know, and it's going to have this smell and it's going to be dark. But until you've done Mm -hmm. it. And if you do it by yourself, I mean, how far are you going to go down in that thing? Right. You know, without a light or without Mm -hmm. a guide, not very far, Mm -hmm. but you're going to miss the experience. That's right. But if you go with the guide Mm -hmm. and you've got a light 
and maybe it's pretty obvious somebody else has been along here. They put these handrails mm-hmm. up. You know, after a while, I realized, you know, there are handrails here, there are steps there, there are little lights here and there. It's it's not as bad as initially. Mm-hmm. It was scary. Yeah. And if you've never had money before or never had money at risk or never had significant money at risk and all of the, all of a sudden you've gotten to where you had $100,000 in your 401k and now you wake up and there's 60 or 70,000. Oh. Where'd my 30 or 40,000 dollars go, Bubba? Well, I'd, I'd first say that if you now have sixty or $70,000, maybe you're taking on too much risk to begin with. Mm, especially as a beginner. Right. Okay. Right. Um, you know, looking, looking back at, uh, at returns and that sort of thing, there's a reason for asset allocation. And there's a, a reason that you have professionally constructed portfolios, mm. right? <clears throat> you know, I, I looked uh, across the board at, at many clients yesterday and, mm-hmm. and generally speaking we've had what about a 30 percent yeah as downturn of, in the as market of this morning as yes. of this morning about a 30 percent downturn in the market mm-hmm. um and we talk about upside and downside capture yeah right how much do you participate in a correlated basis on that right all right so last so if, year if the if, market is down 30 percent all right how much is your account down Right, like last year, if it was up twenty five percent, it was up twenty five percent. How much did you get out of that? Okay, all right. So I would say that, generally speaking, for well, it's hard to generalize this, but I would say across the board, most, most, I'm gonna say most all of our clients Mm -hmm. uh, are are down. Right. Right. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Oh, yeah. Markets go up and down. Accounts go up and down. Right, right. But to what degree or what level are they down? Right. Right. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, to to a large extent, most of our clients are experiencing uh, accounts that are down much less than what the overall market is down. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Where the market's down 30, you know, majority of them are 15, 20, maybe 25 for those who are taking more risk. Right. 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 But last year, now here's a real. And I'm I'm one to say that, you know, I'm taking more risk. So my account is down more. More than mine. More than yours. Right. Right. But last year you were probably up more. I was up more than you last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another point that you I hear I heard you try to make about a month and a half mm-hmm. ago with one of our clients when that client uh, was coming in and the market was high mm-hmm. and last year had been great. Right. And he was he was picking you apart about why one or two of the holdings that you had had chosen for mm-hmm. him and helped him choose yeah. in his account weren't doing as well. Right. And you're like, it's there. For a reason. Mm-hmm. And so if the market was up 25% and you only did 21% and these two little mm-hmm. real estate holdings in here didn't do right. as well, they're in there for a reason, yeah. right, Bubba? Or these fixed income holdings or, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason for a professionally constructed portfolio. Because now when it's down 30%, correct, you're only down 15 or 20. That's right. And you're wanting the ride to be smoother, right? Absolutely. For somebody. You're not necessarily wanting to them to, you know, participate in that whole spike, nor participate in this entire drop. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be smoother. Why the reason for the smoothness? Is there a mathematical reason for it? Is there a psychological reason? Is it both? There's both, actually. Uh, so, But more importantly, I think the psychological reason. Mm-hmm. When you've got wild swings in an account or in the markets, it it creates hysteria and panic, like yeah. we've seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so if we can keep you in the game, yeah. right, yeah. That's that's the biggest trick to all of it. Okay. Because and and I'll give you a, a really good example why. And we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got uh, a fifty percent decline in in any given investment or in the market, right? What do you have to have as a return to make that back? 
A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So if you have a $40 stock mm-hmm. and it goes down by 50%, goes down $20, it's down at 20 now. Right. In order for that 20 to get back to 40, you've got to have a 100% return to get back to 40. Yes. If you've got a 10% decline, you've mm-hmm. got to have about a, a, an 11% return mm-hmm. just to make up, mm-hmm. you know, what, what you went down. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, you've got those, those laws of mathematics Mm -hmm. that are working against you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The problem that I see most investors make, and there've been study after study about this, that they do the wrong thing at the wrong time (laughs) that they, uh, they sell when they shouldn't Mm -hmm. and usually miss most of the rebound. Yes, they do. And then, you know, at, I'm not, I'm going to make up some numbers here, but let's say that you had a particular investment and it went down 10% and you got really scared and you sold everything, right? Okay. And then it rebounds and you say, oh, well, okay, I, I guess maybe I can get back in now. Yeah. When are you going to get back in? And then you get back in after it rebounds and it's back to about where it, it was when, when it started going down in the first place, right? So you missed the rebound. You missed the rebound on the way up. And in the meantime, you've missed some dividends. Right. A lot of people don't realize that. Sure. So let's technically take apart uh, most equity investing. And I'm talking about stocks when I say equity investing. I've said it time and time again on this show, and I'll, I'll repeat it. So uh, while I'm on this diatribe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason people own investments, doesn't matter what kind of investment you're talking about, but the reason people own investments is for income. Yeah. Either income now or income later. Yep. And it's that simple. That's the only reason that you should have investments, mm-hmm. whether it be a rent house, whether it be timberland, mm-hmm. whether it be stocks, whether it be bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the reason you own investments is for income now or income later. And you may have somebody say, well, but I bought a stock and it was a growth stock and it mm-hmm. didn't pay any dividends. And I bought it at two dollars and sold it at 10 and I sold it and I got eight dollars worth of capital gains. Bub, I didn't get any income. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the eight dollars? Right. Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. So you're exactly right. It's for income. It's to increase the amount of money you got in your pocket. Sure. Whether now or later. Huh? Right. To increase your net worth, whether now or later. That's why you do it. That's why you buy the gun from your brother-in-law when he's on disability and unemployment. Because you know he's hard up. And you give him pennies on the dollar. And you sell it later on to somebody else and double your money. Mm Mm-hmm. That's income, right? Absolutely. All right. So when you buy an investment, let's say you buy a $30 stock and it pays a $2 per year dividend, Mm -hmm. which is a darn good dividend. That's a real good one. All right. So even if your stock doesn't move and doesn't give you any income and any increase in value this year, stays at $30, but you put that $2 dividend in your pocket. You made a chunk of money on the dividend. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. And so when you buy something or sell something, not only are you getting out of the potential for the stock and its appreciation or loss, you're eliminating yourself for a period of time from the income from the dividend. Correct. And so if you have something and you're afraid and it goes down 10% like your example and you sell out and then you're going to wait to get back in. I'm thinking, yeah, when's that going to be big boy? Mm -hmm. You're not going to perfectly time this. Right. Or if you do once or twice in your lifetime, it's just once or twice luck. So you're probably going to wait until it's moved and then you're going to get back in. You've moved, you've missed the move. And in the meantime, you've missed one or two or three quarters worth of free money. Right. Dividend. But it's hard to talk people into that when they're emotional, isn't it? You know, that's probably why we have big couches in our office, right? (laughs) It really is. We're going to take a break here at the Advisors Roundtable. We're going to come back and talk about maybe how to change my perception of things so my new normal is a little more calm at the Advisors Roundtable.
the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law & Corinth, 662-872-0121. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. This is certified financial planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Bubba Labus and yours truly Greg Cooley with you on this portion of the show. Brought to you by your local State Farm agent, Penn Majors. For when life happens, Penn Majors and State Farm. Thanks a lot to Penn for being such a fine sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. So Bubba, we're talking about what maybe the new norm uh, is going to be. And then what the new norm should be. So the new norm... um, First of all, the stock market has these circuit breakers in it. Correct. It's kind of something that's new over the last few years that that keeps everybody from freaking out and having all kinds of panic uh, going on in the market. And it goes down 7%. They stop the trading for 15 minutes. And then, you know, it goes down to 13% and then 20%. They have these various circuit breakers just to kind of allow people to calm down. You think that's a good idea? I, I think it's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's a good idea for a number of reasons, primarily because you've got so many uh, accounts and money managers out there who do program trading. Like with a computer. With a computer, mm-hmm. right? So the computers have hard and fast rules, and it's either yes or no, right? And if, if it's yes, then you do this. Yeah. So if, you know stock A goes down to whatever price, then it's going to sell and it's going to sell automatically, you know, maybe a whole position. Okay. And they have no emotion and they have no emotion about it. Mm. So without those circuit breakers built in, then it's, it's possible that these programs running these trading programs within these portfolios would just go on and on would and go on and, on and, and off each and other. then feed off of one another mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. basically reduce 
uh, everything to, to a sold position and, and, you know, create an oversold environment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or potentially an overbought environment, right? Yeah, you that, know? that's exactly right. And so it, it's a good idea for us to have those mechanical circuit breakers. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can set circuit breakers inside your own emotion, inside your own personality? I, I think you can try. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we should. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain words you don't say to your wife in an argument. Uh, well, there are certain words that I don't say and then other words that I do say in an argument. Okay. I always uh, like using absolutes in arguments. <laughs> no, but you Like don't. you never or you always. <laughs> that goes along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just kidding. Don't do those. <laughs> exactly. So you never say the words never. Mm-hmm. You never say the word all. Oh. I mean, there are certain things that you don't, you don't, you know, you just realize that the value of the relationship is better than, you know, maybe technically winning this little argument. Mm-hmm. Hmm? And so there are things you don't do. You know, I had this conversation in my Sunday school class the other day. I said, there are there, you know, sins or maladies or uh, bad actions that you just would not do under any circumstance. And people were, I don't know. You know, we're Methodists. We're a little more liberal. We're like, oh, well, you know, I guess I could be talked into this. or talk. I said, would you rob a bank? Well, I hope I wouldn't. I, well, I hope, I you hope not, too. You know, I, I think we need to establish mm-hmm. that as an absolute yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't steal from your children yeah. or your mother yeah. or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think we all need to have some absolutes in how we deal with one another. Certain ways we won't talk, certain words and phrases we won't use. I think we need to have maybe certain actions. Yep. That you will or will not take. And especially when it comes to my money and my possessions and my portfolio, I need to say, okay, I'm going to back up and think. I'm going to think about the implications of this. I'm going to think about the long term. I'm going to ask myself, am I panicking? Those ought to be circuit breakers, don't you think? Mm -hmm. That ought to be my new normal. If I don't have it now, and maybe I have over the last two or three weeks made some bad decisions, Maybe I say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to have a new normal. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this better next time. I, I, I was reading an article or I, I don't, I don't remember where I saw it. Um, Mark Cuban is a pretty famous billionaire, mm-hmm. right? Pretty, pretty astute investor, I would say. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, a quote the other day, uh, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this, I know, but uh, I'm going to get the, the gist of it out to you. Uh, whether you're unsure uh, of whether to buy or to sell, mm-hmm. do nothing. Mm. If, you're so unsure. if you're unsure, do nothing. Mm. Mm. Might be good advice. Might be good ad- advice. If you're unsure of the effect of what you're going to do, if you're under, unsure of the timing, is this the time to do it or not? That's a really good question because, you know, when the markets are going down and people are freaking out and you're asking yourself the question of should I get out or not? Well, you probably shouldn't get out if it's cheaper than it was. Mm-hmm. And it's here's another one. If it's cheaper than it should be. Right. If the value of this thing is $20 a share and it's down to 14 now here's a question. How do you know what the value is? How do you know mm-hmm. what a stock probably is worth? Well, there's some technical things, book values and all these other ratios and uh, other mathematical calculations you could use. If you don't know how to do those, then maybe you do need to have somebody looking over your shoulder. Sure. Another new normal may be, I need to have somebody looking over my shoulder. Wouldn't it be great every time that you have an argument? That if you had somebody looking over your shoulder who is a relation expert, relationship expert, no, I wouldn't say that. No, don't go there. Shut up and go to the other room. Uh, you know, yeah. Wouldn't that be maybe great? Maybe if you said it this way. Yeah, maybe if you say it this way and smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so as, as we start thinking about where we are now, markets have tumbled 20, 30%. What should I do, Bubba? What should I do right here, right now? I'm going to go back to my first point. Mm. Relax. Oh, okay. Maybe don't do anything. If I'm unsure, if, if I'm asking yeah. you, if I'm yeah. asking myself, maybe I do nothing. Maybe you reevaluate uh, your whole thought process in the beginning and ask yourself, did I own quality stuff or was I just buying something because I thought it would go up and I was greedy? Mm-hmm. Huh? Because if you own quality stuff, you just back off. Maybe not do anything. Take a break. Don't panic. Is that easy to do? It's not easy to do. Especially when everybody else is losing their mind. And panicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you think you've got to do something. Everybody else yeah. is doing something. I must need to be doing something. I need to take some kind of action. But maybe I don't. Maybe this is not the time for me to do that. And probably selling low is not the time to do it. It's really not the time to do it. Is it easy to talk people into buying low? So getting back to uh, to the first uh, point that I made, you know, having a tour guide mm -hmm. along this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, granted, I, I feel like we're very experienced. We've mm -hmm. got a lot of knowledge about the markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not as experienced as, as other investors, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I look at other investors, uh, and, and I mean that by age, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but I look at other investors who've lived through things in the past mm -hmm. and if they have lived through things in the past, mm -hmm. they've kind of got an experience mm -hmm. about it and, mm -hmm. and they've seen the way markets have reacted in the past mm -hmm. and maybe they do things a little differently. So do you benchmark them? I do benchmark them. All right. Yes. Yeah. Do you say, what's Warren Buffett doing? Right. Huh? He's been the, around the block a time or two. I'd say so. Remember 2008? Yeah. I mean, we lost 50% of the value of the stock market over, a, what, a six-month period we of did. time? We did. Maybe even a little bit quicker than that because yep. it was really, what, about October till March? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Roughly six, six mm -hmm. months, a little bit under. It was. But what did he do during that time? Uh, he, so he, what was his he, quote? He took one of his largest uh, stakes in, 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 in a bank, an investment bank, Goldman Sachs at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his quote? You get fearful when they're greedy. You get greedy when they're fearful. Uh-huh. Yep. So they were fearful. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, there's probably a couple of deals around mm -hmm. right now. And that may be the truth, too. Uh here pretty soon for you individually. You got some cash or you need to reallocate. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's an opportunity in here. So before I go to break, I want people to think about this. And, and I'm going to throw this out as a question to you. And we'll come back from the break and address it. What would have happened for your family if at the Bay of Pigs in the 1950s, your great-grandparents or your grandparents had taken $1,000 and invested what would have happened for your family if in the 1960s, when he had all of our social unrest, if somebody had invested in? What about the gas lines of the 70s? What about the dot-com area? What about all that? What about the market crash of 87? Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's most prevalent today. Where would you be now? Where would you be now? We'll talk about that on the Advisors Roundtable after the break. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. 
specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinthalcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808 Store. That's 808 STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate controlled self storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24 7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Albright Storage Company, clean, safe, climate-controlled storage, better to serve you with seven locations now in Corinth and Alcorn County. Thanks a lot to Martha and Trey and everybody associated with Albright Storage Company. So, Bubba, we asked the question going into the break, what would have happened if uh, great-grandpa had had guts and believed in capitalism and really thought you know somebody else was in charge of this planet other than us um what do you what, what would have happened if it, you know in 1956 57 58 1960 somewhere around 60 years ago if um by the way do you have any idea what the dow was then i would have been in the in the I don't, know, I don't know if it was in the single digits, but it would have been in the hundreds. Yeah, 400. 400. It crossed 400 in 1956. Okay. All right. So let's just say then, and what is it at today, even though it's come down 30%, about 20,000? 20, 21,000. All right. So wonder what kind of percentage return that is. Mm-hmm. How many times, if grandpa had, you know, sold part of the form and had $10,000, which was a lot of money back then, how much money would our family have? Mm-hmm. Hmm. From four hundred to twenty thousand. And if they had just bought the Dow, right, which is only thirty stocks. Let me say that again. It's only thirty stocks. The Dow is only thirty stocks. It's the Dow Jones Industrials. It's not the S and P five hundred. It's not the Russell one or two thousand. It's not buying the SPY or the QQQs. It's the thirty stocks of the Dow. Which are pretty strong companies most of the time. Yeah, they're big stocks. Okay. So if you'd paid, you know, gotten in when it was 400, so a few years later it went to 800, which is a doubling. Mm -hmm. All right. So your 10,000 went to 20. Then a few years later it went to 1,600. That's another doubling. So now we're at 40,000, right? Right. And from 1600 to 3200, which is another doubling. Now, where are we up to? $80,000? All right. And then you double again at 6400. 
Now you're at one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Double again at twelve thousand eight hundred. Where are you? You're up over two hundred grand, almost a quarter million dollars. Right. And and where are we on the Dow now? Six thousand. We haven't. You know, you keep going. Right. There's a possibility there could be a million dollars in the family account if we had made a decision. Now, two or three things about that. The, here's the hard thing, though, uh-huh. and this is where it hits home. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Let's say that you had that that ten thousand dollars, right? Uh-huh. Let's say that you had it today. Uh-huh. Let's say that you invested it January first of this year. Ooh. Boy, you've got a, a really rough, and this was the, the only $10,000 that you've ever invested ever before, right? Boy, bad experience. Now you've got a really bad experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can go back and we can look at history. Yep. And you can look at the investments that you made. Mm-hmm. If you made the right investments, you bought, bought quality. quality. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Then, then should you really be worried about it? Because it, it should be a long-term investment anyway. That's the point. The money you have in here should not be money you're worried about living on the next year or two or three. Correct. The money that's in here is for the long term. It's for the college. It's for the retirement. It's for my family's future. It's for the trust fund I want to be established when I croak. Yeah. That's what, that's what this is about. Any short-term money, I, I, we tell people all the time, we don't want it. Or if, if you want to leave it with us, you need to know, we're going to leave it in a money market account or a series of CDs or something, right? Right. Because that's short-term money. I don't need to place that at risk. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take a chance that the very day that I put the money in, that within three or four months, it's going to go down 20 or 30% because mm-hmm. it can. Right. It has. but And it, it will. If I leave it alone, if I leave it alone, Mm -hmm. this example where, you know, great granddaddy put the money in, in the 1950s, what happened in the 1970s or eighties where his $10,000 was now eight, $80,000. You think a new car called his name? Mm -hmm. I know it did. Huh? Think mama wanted a new kitchen. Huh? Yeah, in order for it to really have compounded so that we could have a million now and have good income off of a million of, say, three or $4,000 a month, mm-hmm. which a million can probably produce. Probably can. Correctly yeah. placed. Yeah. But in, in order for that to occur, he would have had to leave it alone. Can we do that? It's hard to do that. It's very difficult to do that. To leave it alone, let it let it do its thing, up and down, doubling and producing dividends and reinvesting those, almost forgetting like you have it. We, you know, you, you talked earlier about experience, right? Mm-hmm. And experience is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you mentioned this right before we we were walking here today. A client uh, called you and said. You know, if my husband were still alive today, I think he would try to mortgage his house to go buy, <laughs> buy stuff, right? Yeah. And that's somebody who, who uh, it, it, I, w- I don't want to say elderly in, in a negative way, but mm-hmm. older, mm-hmm. more experienced, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and have lived through turmoil like this. Yeah. When I first opened up the text and it mm-hmm. said, Bill would be freaking out. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like everybody else is mm-hmm. freaking out, yeah. you know, selling and, you know, buying up the toilet paper and all that stuff. Sure. And then I read the rest of the text. Mm-hmm. He would be making me try to find money, including possibly mortgage my house to buy. Right. Mm-hmm. My goodness. You know, now. And it's all about perspective and experience. It is. It is. It's all about perspective and experience. Now, in that quote, don't hear us telling you you need to go mortgage your that, house. No, I'm not saying that. No, no. I, I, I say that for illustrative purposes only. Yeah, it's just some little hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, somebody making a point here, and it drives the point home that if you really believe in capitalism, if you really believe that we are resilient, if you really believe that somebody else is in control, and when I say that, that's a somebody with a capital S. If, if you really believe all that stuff, this is the time you show it. I, I want to take a little bit of time and, and talk about volatility 
mm-hmm. that we've seen recently as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and most recently, excluding the last couple of weeks, go back to, to the end of 2018. Okay. So we had a, a, about a 20% reduction in the stock market in 2018. Yes, we that did. That most people have forgotten about. Like within three or four weeks there. It happened and then it was over. Right. Yep. Yep. Markets are volatile. Yeah. We we, we lived through it mm-hmm. that November, December of 2018. A lot of people really didn't notice it that much and just got on through it and moved mm-hmm. on. And, you know, the president didn't declare a state of emergency because we didn't have a, a major sickness sure. associated with with that thing, mm-hmm. but there were some kind of sick things happening in the economy. Right. You know, right. they shut down the government. Yeah, and you had a trade war with China. Yeah, you know, a couple of things like that kind of yeah. disrupt markets. Yeah, all at one time. Mm-hmm. But we got through it and went to record lo- uh, levels, and then all of a sudden, here we are. We're having an- another correction. Some of it probably needed to happen, like our example we used a couple weeks ago about that pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. We need a little, let a little steam off. Right. Some of that needed to happen. Some of this is probably a little bit of panicking and probably a little bit of an overreaction. Yeah, yeah. And we will find our footing in here. I had a conversation with a client this morning that said, you know, it feels like we're looking for a bottom. No, I don't have a crystal ball and tell you that yesterday was the bottom or next week will be the bottom, but we're closer to it than we were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, real smart money is starting to nibble, starting Mm -hmm. to look and try to find value in here. And we'll come out of this and we'll be okay. In the meantime, love your family. Right. In the meantime, live your life. In the meantime, stay healthy. In the meantime, wash your hands. Play a board game. Play a board game. <laughs> yeah. You know, watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy the fact that you're still here uh, and appreciate the fact that some of your family members are and other people have lost family members. Grieve with them. Show you're a really good friend. All those things are great things you have an opportunity to do today right. that can make a difference in a life. I'm going to take a break and actually see you again tomorrow here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. Discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an Advisors Roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. 